Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. And you have tuned into the Ministry in the Marketplace program brought to you by C12 Tampa Bay. And I am your host, Ross Harrop, local C12 chairman right here in Tampa Bay, sitting in for my friend Jim Brangenberg and, uh, and Martha as well for uh, seeing it's Friday. And I do so on the first Friday of each and every month. And this show features the C12 group, our marketplace movement, and showcases the faith and business aspects of our local C12 members and our impact on marketplace ministry across Tampa Bay and, yes, across America. It, it is an exciting opportunity to highlight local C12 group members and their kingdom companies who apply the principles and the concepts that Jim and Martha talk about each day on their I Work For Him show. So my hope is that you'll be inspired to take action on an idea that we talk about today, or as you listen to one of our many podcasts, pick an idea and then apply it. So many thanks to Joe Weaver, leader extraordinaire of this uh, operation here, who will be engineering the show today and taking your calls. Check out uh, the latest on the iWorkForHim.com website. And while you're out there, please prayerfully consider joining me Jim, Martha, and the I Work For Him Nation, start praying for your coworkers and your employees by name each and every day, and you will be amazed at how you and they will be changed. Remember, you and I may be the only Jesus that our coworkers and employees may ever meet, and I have my signed covenant, Joe, uh, above my desk as a personal reminder to pray for uh, my team members. And so in the C12 group movement across the country, our motto is we build great businesses for a greater purpose. So I'm glad that you have joined us today, whether you're in the car or at home, listen on podcasts on this very first Friday of November as we focus on ministry in the marketplace and the concepts that you can use in your business. It is uh, my delight to uh, introduce my special guest, uh, a C12 member and also a friend um, he's with me here because he is a, an example of how to take the concepts that we use in C12, the concepts that Jim talks about on his program, and, uh, and he has implemented them. And uh, our hope is that through our dialogue today that you'll get some ideas and you'll be able to run with them as well. So I, uh, it's my pleasure to introduce Chuck Wasson. He's the president of Wasson Bay Area Insurance. And um, so, Chuck, great to have you here. Hey, thanks, thanks for being here, Ross. Hey, I would, um, I'd like to begin with, uh, with, a, with a 
basic question because you've been you've gone through a lot in the last couple of months. Um, you've been involved in a in, a, in an acquisition, and um, so the basic question here is. Where and how have you seen Christ at work in your life that really reveals his ongoing work in, in your life? Can you just kind of share what that's been like for the past few months or right now? Yeah, sure. Like you said, I'm going through an acquisition, and I did a previous acquisition in 2012, which was a big jump. We went from 6 to 16 employees. So that was a big jump for us. We had always been a smaller-type family agency um, for you know 20-plus years. And an opportunity was brought to me uh, a few months ago where we're going to go from about 16 to about 32 employees. So any kind of acquisition, when you take on, you know, that kind of operation, um, there's a lot of stress with it. And there's a lot of, well, let me step back and say, when I went through my first acquisition, I tried to be in charge and try to force things that happened. And it's just, it just didn't work. And, you know, it wasn't until I said, okay, God, if this is going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm fine with it. And I was really at peace. So with this acquisition, even though there's still a lot of stress, I took that same attitude and said, you know, as much as I want this deal to happen, it needs to happen for the right reasons. And I just kind of sat back and we had a few setbacks and a few hassles and going through the whole thing. You know, whenever you finance uh, my type of business, there's no collateral that a bank can use to recoup the loan if the loan were to go bad. You know, it's a lot of goodwill and a lot of uh, blue sky. So I kind of took the, uh, you know, took the stance that, you know, if it wasn't going to happen, I was okay. I, that would, I'd still be disappointed, but, you know, I, I feel like God's not going to lead me down a, a bad path and, you know, kind of relied on that. And it's helped me. I haven't lost any sleep. I haven't had any issues with my family. And, you know, so it kind of gives you that comfort. Yeah, that it, it, it's, it's been fun, Chuck, for me as your C12 chair and walking side by side, as we, we like to say, we're on the journey um, together and, uh, and and to watch you in your maturity as a believer that it's all up to God, that it's, uh, as we'll see uh, throughout the show here, that you've really turned it all over to God. Um, Chuck, just, just a small insight. Just tell, you, you shared that you're going from about 17 to 30-some employees. Um, what... Talk about the kind of lines that you you carry and and what your work is about with uh, in the in this insurance agency. Well, we're an independent agency, so we're not beholden to just one carrier, and it gives us the opportunity to shop with a different company depending on the particular client's needs. We have a niche. We do a lot of professional liability with physicians, which is you know what we've always been known for in the 26 years that you know we've been in business. My mom started the business back in 1989. That was her forte. It was a time when uh, a lot of people weren't doing that type of business. Um, that's changed with, you know, expanding healthcare and how healthcare has grown. People are doing more and more of that type of business. But we pretty much we have a full benefits department, financial services, which my brother handles, and just pretty much any kind of insurance that anybody could need. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll look uh, into this a lot deeper. And uh, a full disclosure: not only is Chuck a client and a member of the C12 Group, but he has become my trusted insurance agent. We've been uh, talking to our local C12 member, Chuck Wasson. You are listening to the I Work for Him show, and I am your guest host, Ross Harris, filling in for Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for listening, Tampa Bay and around the world. And uh, hey, I hope that uh, you recognize that you can catch us 
every afternoon, uh, Jim or myself, one of his guest hosts, we had talked a little bit about your insurance company, and um, you had alluded to uh, your your mother and um, recognizing that this is a second-generation Wasson family insurance business. Give us some insight into the influence that your mom had on you and her legacy that lives on through your commitment to service. Um, Just give us a little insight into that. Well, my mom was, um, when she got into the sales part of the insurance, this was back in the late 70s, early 80s. And at that point, it was it was a pretty much a good old boy network. And there weren't a whole lot of women uh, doing this type of, uh, of work, especially being uh, a business owner like she was. So she pretty much started from scratch. And kind of her philosophy was she was pretty she was grateful for what she what she was given and opportunities that she was given that's part of the things that she's always passed down to me which i've tried to pass down to my kids and to my employees is to be thankful for what we've been given and to always give back Uh, she was involved in our church all growing up she was also involved uh, various charitable organizations and you know I'm going to be the first one to, you know, to admit that, you know, she pretty much paved the way for me and made it much easier to be, you know, the successful person that I, that we are. I remember distinctly sitting in your boardroom and we were working on your vision, mission, core principles. And uh, as I listened to you, it became very clear that uh, you, that you understood what an important part your mother had, not only in in turning this business over to you, but having created in you this commitment to service. And and, uh, that was clearly her legacy. So why don't you do this, Chuck, if you don't mind. Share your mission statement, because I think it gives, uh, it really gives an insight into um, that that influence that she had. So would you share that, please? Sure. Our mission statement is, our legacy of service provides security, trust, and protection in a God-honoring way. You know, I think what, what's um, interesting, our legacy of service, and that's uh, that's what she shared with you. And, and I know that uh, one of uh, your key players, uh, Connie, uh, has been been with you now for almost three decades, right? Connie and, was there from the start. I mean, Connie's like family. Uh, my girls who are now uh, 20 and almost 23 call her Aunt Connie. Yeah. I mean, she's been there from the start. And, you know, my mom mentored her as well. And she developed to be just a phenomenal, not just a phenomenal employee, but a phenomenal person. And someone I rely on quite a bit. Well, I, I think what's what's neat is that Connie, on a regular basis, will talk about your mom and uh, the influence that that remains today through that legacy of service. And the thing that struck me, Chuck, as you were talking, was uh, your core principles, which are um, gratitude, uh, integrity, faith, family, trust, and service really tie back to to what she meant to you and I think uh, what what a great testimonial that, that is and uh, uh, for for this new uh, expansion here so you you were talking about your role as a president and CEO um, and we like to talk about that God owns the business, and you clearly have taken that role on as the steward uh, of the company and not the owner. Um, 
Talk about what that's been like for you to kind of live through that, because that's been a transition for you. It's been a big transition because as I never really thought about it as God's business. You know, a lot of business people, we, we, we think that we did it, that we created all the success and, you know, and we certainly we had a part of it, but, you know, we're given the opportunities and God gives us the opportunities to be successful, gives us the opportunities to fail as well. And it's all about the decisions that we make. You know, God, God gives us the opportunity to make the wrong decisions. And we have to understand that if we make those wrong decisions, there's consequences. But, you know, God's the one that gives us, you know, um, the opportunity to be successful in our business. So you got involved in the, the C12 group over at the Bio Club in Pinellas County. And you joined uh, just, just four years ago. You were a, a charter member of that group, Chuck. And uh, so... Uh, there, as you said, that as so many of our C12 members, when you got in, it was like this whole, this concept of God owns it all. You can read about that on Sunday morning. You can read about it in scripture, but as you got to be sitting around with a, a group of other Christian business owners and CEOs, they, they started to, it, it starts to influence your, your, belief, doesn't it? You're, you're... Absolutely. And I think you could probably pull any of the, uh, I would say a majority of our C12 members, and they would say the same thing, that yeah. they never really took the view that it's God's business. They all took it the view as it's my business. I'm the one that made it, you know, where it is today. Yeah. And, and but that is, that has changed. So what has that, that been like for you, even in this process of the acquisition? You talked about uh, the 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 peace that that you had through it. So it, for someone that's sitting out in their car, perhaps stuck in traffic, and we we just remind them to exhale, and uh, because we've all been there, and uh, God has put you in this place to listen to ministry in the marketplace. What would you say to them that has helped you the most in this growth process, both personally? And, and and professionally, what's that been like for you? Well, the, you're talking about you know the growth of the C12, being involved with the C12. Yeah, and what the, what has that meant to your to your personal growth? So you went from this position of, gee, I had this great company, mom gave it. Uh, and unfortunately, it was upon her her passing. Uh, you've stepped up and you've done a lot of great things, but then you're also aware, like this is God's, this isn't mine, right? So. So what's that growth been like? Was it like the lightning bolt just struck because Ross Harrop was so brilliant in his? Uh, oh no, no, you don't have to laugh that hard, Chuck. Okay, that, I mean that's just that that's hurtful now. <laughs> but no, so it wasn't that lightning bolt, but it, it's been a kind of a slow process, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely, it's a slow process, and I, and I think you any part of, any person that fully realizes that it's a slow process. I mean, you talk to other successful people. We talk to people in, in our C12 group, and we see how they've evolved. And, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. You know, we've all got the same issues. Um, yeah. yeah. It, 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 that's, that really is a key, isn't it? It yeah, doesn't absolutely. matter whether it's a— I mean, we've got physicians. We've got tax people. We've got dentists. And when you sit around and talk to them, we realize that we've all got the exact same issues. Yeah. So we're all— uh, we're all in this together, and it doesn't matter the size of the company. I, um, 
we're we're all dealing with the human relations issues. We're all dealing with creating strategy and processes. So we're all in this together. Uh, um, so we'll touch on this now and then on the other side of the break. But what is it like for you to have a C12 advisory board, a uh, group of peers um, that that you can call upon um, more or less like a board of directors, because you don't have an official board of directors with your your family business. It's you and your brother, and and then you have this wonderful um, uh, team um, that you've assembled. Um, but how have they influenced your uh, your growth here over these past four years? What is these these members that you just alluded to? What's it been like? to have them as peers and advisory members? Well, it's, it's kind of neat because I think our group gelled really quick because I think we all had the same end game in mind. And, and and I've told you this before, so it's not a surprise. You, you know, we're out of work for an entire day. And I was like, I could think of every <laughs> every uh, day we have, our, uh, once a month we have a meeting, I could think of 100 reasons why I need to skip the meeting and go to work. But it's got to the point where I look forward to it because if I've got issues, if I've got problems, or if I just want to vent or talk, you know, I've got 10 people around me that are going to, they're not going to judge me. They're going to keep me accountable. And if I say something and I'm making a wrong decision, they're going to let me know it, but it's all done in a loving way. We're not, they're not scolding me. They're not coming down on me, but they're always there to listen. Yeah. I think that you, you really struck a, a chord there with, with folks because a whole day from nine to four, you're out. And uh, what we like to say, and you just alluded to, um, you're really good at working in your business day to day. But to take that day and work on your business is an incredible uh, opportunity. So it's uh, it's great. So Chuck, you were you were talking about your peer group and you're uh, you're your, your, Spending a day working on your business, it's a time of uh, working through MBA-level materials that are provided by the C-12 National Office. Um, we, we present them, as every group uh, will do throughout the, the month of November, all with the same material, all with, with the same presentation approach. And you get an opportunity then to, to take in this new knowledge. You get to have dialogue with your peers around the table. You get to present then, yeah, I, I heard what it what it said, but now how do I really apply this? Here's my issue. And you've presented issues over the over the four years and, and you've got feedback. What's that like then to to we have a real disciplined methodology of going around and no one uh, has to ever defend their position. And But you present an issue and then you get feedback from these very different individuals, men and women from around the table. What's that been like for you, getting that feedback? Well, it's good. You know, <clears throat> I think as humans, we sometimes get on a kind of we have blinders on and we look at, you know, fixing a situation in a, in a certain way, like maybe we've done it for years and years in the past <laughs> right? and uh, we're creatures of habit. So you get, it's good to get, you know, uh, 
the way other business owners have handled it, you know, I guarantee it's the same situation, whether it's an employee situation or a client situation, you know, we bring it and it goes around the room and, you know, each person gives, they ask clarifying questions first to, you know, make sure that they understand fully um, what my situation is. And then after everyone's got as clear as what the situation, then each person in the group will then give their opinion of what we should do. And we're, we're there to, it's either accepted or or to not accept it, but but generally we get good advice from these things, and it gives us kind of a track to run on for that situation. Yeah, and I and I always we come back to what does scripture say, and so it's not just based on somebody's own personal experience that they've been through, but it's that along with here's what scripture says that we ought to do. And uh, so many of the of the recommendations come right out of Scripture, right out of the Bible. And uh, again, as we like to say, the C12 movement, the, the genius of it, as created by Buck Jacobs uh, 24 years ago, is that it, it's giving uh, a bridge between the Sunday morning sermon and that Monday morning madness that you face. Uh, you and I always have our one-on-one coaching call on uh, at 8.30 on a Monday morning. Now, I, I'd like to say that that's the beginning of your day, but I know it's probably the middle because you're already, you've been at the gym at what, 4.30 you get to the gym? Uh, 5.30. 5.30, and then you have your quiet time, and then by the time we've been there at 8.30, you've already resolved a number of issues. Uh, so... This working on your business, uh, I know, has been a big help. Let's let's make a transition here in our discussion because um, you're in the midst of this acquisition. You've alluded to it, um, and you're what I what I like about this new acquisition, Chuck, is that th- that this is another highly respected family business. Again, they're a kingdom business. They're owned by Christians. Um, so tell us about the look of the new company, that this was um, strategic for you. So, um, again, you've got a blend of lines you do in personal business. You're doing um, a, a lot in the medical world of liability insurance. And uh, so why does this feel so right to you? Well, this is another agency. They've been around since 1935. So it's a well-established uh, agency. Um, frankly, when my consultant brought me the opportunity, I was shocked. It's one of those agencies, you, and other people have told me the same thing. They're, they can't believe that they're for sale. But it's down to two sisters who are just getting tired of, uh, of doing the business. One of them wants to stay, and she's a, a phenomenal producer, and she's going to stay on board and continue to do what she wants to do. She doesn't. Want, she's tired of the management uh, portion of it and wants to do the production. And they're very strong believers. And what they looked for was when I met them, they were interviewing me to see if I was the right candidate to come in and inquire their business. They looked for someone that had a very, very similar uh, corporate culture, someone who knew that they were going to take care of their employees, take care of their clients, and keep the level of service that their clients have have grown to uh, expect. They hadn't – they didn't call me, Chuck, but had they, I would have – just shared my experience uh, in working with you, and you mentioned earlier about Connie is like family. The fact is, I, I think what's really clear to me after four years of, of being associated um, as C12 chair, but also as a as one of your 
clients, one of your customers uh, who has all their insurance with you, um, that that clearly this is a family to you. Uh, it's not just a group of employees, but it's uh, it goes back to the very beginning, and it is family to you. And uh, as you're creating this culture now, and clearly you've you've gone over that hurdle of they liked you, you like them, and you're bringing the um, the the two companies together. Uh, what what is it about your vision statement um, that that seems to fit so nicely with them? Why don't you just share with the audience what what your vision statement is so they get a feel for for, for you and the uh, the company? Our vision statement is providing peace of mind in a in a changing world, and I think everyone right now we're in the midst of so much change that you know what they saw in me was what they saw in themselves. That you know they can bring peace to their clients and um, know that their clients are going to be taken care of. That we're going to do what we say. You know, I love the quote that describes culture, and it said the team's culture is the shadow of its leader. The team's culture is the shadow of its leader, and uh, and, and so that's that's what your company that's existed now. Um, and what it will become is clearly the, the, your shadow of, of, of character and those core principles that we mentioned earlier, that always, always going back to gratitude and um, whether it's a, and I've talked to you as clients have left because they've sold or merged, and you've always been grateful for that relationship that you've had, and uh, along with the other principles of integrity and, and faith and uh, the importance of family, trust, and uh, always about service. Um, so this may sound a little self-serving and uh, perhaps uh, like a C12 commercial, but what would you say to that man or woman who's listening in their car right now, and they want to run their business in a, in, a, in a Christ-like manner, but they're not quite sure what that looks like? What would you, where would you tell them to begin? For you, it was partially just being called to the C12 group, but what would, what would you say to them? Where do they begin? How do they start to think about doing something different than just owning their own business and moving toward knowing that, it's, uh, that they're steward of God's business? Where does that begin? Where did it begin for you? Well, one of the things I know is I don't know everything. And I like to surround myself with people that are smarter than me because I know enough to know that I don't know everything. So I think I was introduced to C12 by a very, very close friend of mine, a client who became a very good friend and said what I would say to anyone else is, you know, give this a try. Just go one time, listen to it and just embrace it. I mean, it's kind of it's, it's interesting how the, the segments that we've had over the past couple of years, you know, some of them mean not as much through interesting settings, but other ones have been so targeted and so right on. It's it's like what I'm going through presently in business or personal, that's the segment that we get for that month. Isn't it interesting that uh, it's like scripture, right? We That we've read it and because it's circled or it's highlighted in our Bible, and then we pick it up and we go, wow, I've never seen that before. And it's the same way with the C12 uh, materials. 
And uh, folks, if you're uh, listening for the first time, we uh, we just welcome you and ask you to uh, to really um, check things out at the uh, I Work for Him uh, website. Okay, Chuck, we are uh, we've been talking about um, your company and the acquisition. Um, so let's look a little deeper. In C12, we talk about being intentional as a kingdom business. And our description uh, is that it's a business that is Christ-centered and God-honoring. Um, so how are you intentional about sharing your faith as a Christian leader in your business? What, is that, what does that look like for you? Because... I know our styles are very different, and you're not uh, um, one of those guys that uh, I went by uh, Clearwater High School today, and there was a there was a young man, and he had the sign and telling uh, uh, students to repent, and uh, and I thought, wow, there's a guy that's putting himself right out there. That's not your style. You're a, you're a quiet, deliberate guy, um, but you're very clear about your faith with uh, with your family, with your employees. What, what's that like for you? You're right. I am uh, quiet. You know, we talked, you know, I've come from an Episcopal background and Episcopals aren't real out front with uh, with their faith. You know, it's changing a little bit, but that's 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 the way uh, way they are. You know, but but even with that, you know, all my staff, they know how strong my faith is Um, at our front, uh, the front of our office. um, We have the Sarah Young books that we give out to anybody who wants one. Um, got it from a good friend, Sally, who's part of our C12 group. She did it, and I thought, wow, that's a great thing to do. And we've gone through, I think, 80 books now that we've Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so when they – and it's not like your your lobby there your, of your insurance company is like you've got lots of traffic. So people have really responded uh, to picking up Jesus Calling uh, very as a much free so. gift. Even uh, wow. the person who does our monthly exterminating – <laughs> uh, actually took one and uh, made it a point to come back to my office is to thank me for putting that out because he had had a daily devotional and it just really wasn't meeting the needs that he had at the time. Yeah. And, you know, has come back other other months when I'm there and talked to me about it. Um, the other thing that we've done, you know, I wanted to do something for my employees. Um, and I'd asked you about it and we talked about the, the marketplace chaplains. And so we started that. It's been, gosh, I guess it's been about almost a year and a half now. Uh, we have the chaplains that come in once a week. Uh, there's a male and the female. It's supposedly the male for the men and the female for the women. Um, and they come in once a week. They're probably probably the most unintrusive people that ever come in. They talk to people if they want to talk to and you know, made it known that if if they need them at any time during the day, uh, after work, it's not just a workplace situation, but weekends, nights, if they ever need them, that they're there for them. It's something I wanted to provide for the employees where they, if, if they don't have someone to talk to, um, that, that I'm providing this for them. And and we've had uh, Marketplace Chaplains USA on uh, their representative, John, on, on the, uh, the program here because they've been such a great advocate for the Lord, and they do it in a quiet way, as you said. They're not is <laughs> they're not hustling Jesus. They're they're supporting your employees and meeting them where they're at and joining them on their journey and inviting them when appropriate to look deeper into their faith and uh, and then 
uh, for some, for many, it's to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Others are already on that uh, faith journey. And so, uh, because I'm assuming you have several members of your staff that are on different faith journeys or not sure of faith at all. Is oh, that- sure, sure. With, with any size, you know, especially when you're 16 and now we're going to 32, you know, I'm not even sure what the new employees, what their journeys are exactly. But um, they're going to be offered the same opportunity, you know, with these chaplains where if they need them, if they if they um, want to grow in their journey, you know, they certainly can. The One of the chaplains that we have, Glenn, he uh, – leads a monthly Bible study that we have. Wow. Okay, so you just, you went to Marketplace Chaplain just wanting to offer this service, that the great um, service that they have as a male in the field. And then as you started to talk, that there was a desire by the staff to have a, a Bible study? Is that how it came about? Or sure, how? sure. As we talked, Connie, she's the one that pretty much spearheaded it. And then my other key player, Deb, um, was interested as well. And I let them run with it. It's something I'm not involved with. Um, I don't even, I, I, I felt it was better for me to kind of step aside and let this be an employee situation. And um, they got the employees and, you know, some of them come in and out each month, depending on what's going on. Right. But there's probably a core about five or six that are there every month, you know, and it's, 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 it's time out of the workday. It's about, it's about an hour from about nine o'clock to 10 o'clock. So it's an hour out of their workday that I wanted to give them. It's just to help further their journey and help further their faith. Yeah, and so I, I love what you said, that neither of the chaplains uh, is is pushing themselves. And, and, and what I've found in just talking to your folks is that as one has a positive experience, they'll say to their co-worker in the coffee room, hey, have you talked to Glenn um, and you know, I, you maybe it would be as meaningful to you as it has been to me. Is that kind of how it works? Sure. Sure. Cause they, they, they see one person using the service. Right. I mean, I think we've had a situation where it was a family member out of state that someone was in a hospital or, or some kind of sickness and they coordinated with a chaplain from that state to kind of give some counsel to that, to that family member. Yeah, we uh, we've had the same experience in in some of our other C twelve companies where people uh, family members have uh, had a need in another state, and uh, before their family could even um, go from Tampa to uh, the other state that, that the chaplain had already visited and just uh, was on site. What a, what a great service, Chuck! Uh, because that uh, that's that's an extra for you. What other ministry things are you doing for your members, for uh, your staff, for our staff? Um it's a lot of it's what they're what they're involved with with their churches, you know, okay. whether it be you know something for Christmas, sponsoring families, um, anything like that. I let them pretty much run with whoever they need um, with their faith. What what has been the response to your prayer box? That was something that Connie and her little uh, uh, committee uh, had had come up with that they wanted to have a prayer box. What has that been like? What is that um, so? How has the staff responded to those prayer requests that are put in the box? And well, I think pretty well because I, I never see anyone put anything in it. But I know at the end of the month when we bless it and then when we do get rid of them, there's always prayers in there. Right. So I know it's not one person right. continually putting those prayer requests. That there's multiple people doing it. But then you have your staff that are that are covering these that these requests with prayer. Correct. Yeah. So I'm so. So for a guy that uh, is uh, a quiet Episcopalian, as you described yourself, right, 
all of a sudden you're bringing and discipling people. In, baby steps. Uh, baby. <laughs> All right, Chuck. We'll uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll claim it there. Baby steps. Okay. A- anything that you have um, as as we close this segment that of what, anything big on ministry that um, that you have planned for 2017. Is there anything beside the, what you're doing now uh, that you've shared? Um, for 2017, are you expanding in baby steps? Well, I'm excited with the new with the new staff to really get right. to know them and to see uh, what their needs yeah, are sure. and what what they want to do. Give them. The, I'm going to ask them to give me some ideas of what they want to do. So, how do you encourage your staff to share their faith with their coworkers and those you serve? How, what would that look like in a in a in a in a, in a situation there? Uh, I pulled out the the bongo there and uh, to join Joe and uh, so, but uh, <laughs> we've still got a few seconds to go. What would you? Uh, what would you? Well, I just I, I, they're they're free to do it. They're not not to be afraid. You right. know, I just offer them the freedom where if the time is right to talk to somebody to take that opportunity. Yeah, that that's neat. Um, well, Chuck, I want to I want to wrap up uh, very quickly and just say what is it that you're excited about? Um, with this, the new company, it's been four years since you acquired a, a, another company, and now you're doing it again. You're going to expand your influence and in, in offering different kinds of insurance and, and uh, with different carriers. What are you excited about as you uh, face this? Well, it's, uh, the exciting thing is bringing two families together. You know, um, two well-established agencies coming together as one, and to see how we can get out into the community more, how we can reach more people, what we can do more, you know, as a bigger group. Well, as I said earlier, sharing this quote uh, that I picked up recently, the team's culture is the shadow of its leader. And uh, I know that uh, the new family that's coming in to Wasson Bay Area Insurance and um, may even be a different name in the future, but the culture will be the same because it's being cast by its owner, and or the steward, as uh, as we like to describe yourself. Uh, well, it's been uh, great to have you with us on the I Work For Him show here. Uh, and I want to thank you for listening to I Work For Him today. And uh, I want to thank you, Joe, for uh, handling the board and uh, helping with the, with the bongo drums there I had never heard before. So that was... Uh, it's a different touch. It was... Yeah, it was a loose touch. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you more than you know. Uh, so thanks to our show sponsors. Find out more about them and us on iworkforhim.com. That's iworkforhim.com. It's a great place to, to get information. You'll also be able to uh, to make a link to c12tampabay.com as well. When you get home today, please take time to get to go out to our website, and uh, you'll check out our uh, many of the, the people that uh, have been promoting their services because there are many of them that have changed my life. I know it's not just Jim and Martha who uh, have these sponsors, but as I just think, Joe, about some of the folks like uh, Tom and Pam Wolf with Identity and Destiny, that, uh, that was a life changer for me, and uh, I would highly recommend that. I always look forward to listening to Jeff Rubin and and his take uh, along with uh, uh, so many of the others. Uh, so um, in C12, Chuck, as you well know, our, our mantra is we build great businesses for a greater purpose. 
And my prayer is today, as you've been driving around or sitting in your office, the car, is that you heard something from Chuck Wasson today that will inspire you to create a kingdom company, because that is our greater purpose. You've been listening today to C12's Ministry in the Marketplace. Uh, It's an I Work for Him program, and uh, I am your host, Ross Harrop. And uh, I look forward to our next time together on the uh, first Friday of November because Jim and Martha talk about these concepts each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And then I have an opportunity to just put a little twist on it uh, on the first Friday of each month. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure to share with you. Chuck, it's been great to have you in studio. I, Thanks for having me. I am excited to see what God is going to do through you over these next several months as you welcome a new family into Wasson Bay Area Insurance. 